Hi, this is Pat Mullally of GolfGirls.com, and today I have Nancy Boyle with me. She's a freelance yoga instructor, and um, she's going to talk to us today about how to minimize the risk of injury on the golf course using yoga. So, good morning, Nancy. Good morning, Pat. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Are you relaxed? Are you, are you uh, in the zone? I'm in the zone, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the things that we talk about in terms of yoga is getting into a zone of a place of protection, if you will. I mean, I, I think of it that way anyway, so that your body is really feeling fluid and easy. And Is that true? Is, am I just making that up or is that something real about yoga? Well, I, I think to be uh, physically ready for uh, golf as well as mentally uh, ready for golf is something that you can improve through through yoga. Would you call it the zone? I would call it the zone. I would call it the zone. <laughs> when your mind and your body are in sync and they're doing exactly what you want them to do. Yeah. Now, one of the things that happens on the golf course, at least with me, is that sometimes my mind is thinking one thing and my body is doing something else or uh, reversed. Um, and I find that there are times when I'll try to hit a ball and, and I do something incorrect um, and there's a twinge. Mm -hmm. uh, what are some of the things that yoga can do to help uh, prevent that from happening, prevent a risk of injury, uh, either before the round or in the middle of the round if it happens then, or after? Well, I think uh, being physically ready before you go on the course is always very important. So we'll start there and just to say that as with any exercise program, to prepare your body, yoga will um, help strengthen and lengthen uh, the muscles that you need to use in your golf swing. And one of the things that yoga does that many other forms of exercise do not is helps you with your posture. And because a golf swing is a very dynamic movement uh, in which all of your joints should be lined up as you're working through that full range of motion in a golf swing. And if you're not lined up properly as you move back and forth through that swing, it's very easy to hurt different parts of your body. And the, the, the primary areas that you hear being injured in golf very often are your rotator cuff muscles. Oh, that's, it. Right? that's in your shoulder. In your shoulder. Yeah. Uh, lower back. A lot of people complain of lower back issues. And, and, and oftentimes, I don't know about you, but I find that if my golf swing has been out of whack all day, if I've had a bad round, my back will hurt more yeah. than when I've had a good round because mm -hmm. I think my posture has been wrong. I've been doing something wrong, and it's been putting pressure on my lower back. So I need to strengthen those back muscles. Your neck and your knee. So your rotator cuff, your lower back, your neck, and your knees. Those are all areas that you find you hear people uh, having injuries related to golf. Mm -hmm. um, it, so what exercise could you do before that round? I mean, let's assume that you're, you've been practicing yoga or you've been doing exercises and you're in pretty good physical shape. Mm -hmm. uh, is there something you recommend people do just before going out? Is there a stretch or a... Well, Yeah, I think it's always important to stretch and warm up muscles. Uh, that you're going to be using in, in any athletic activity. But for instance, uh, your hamstrings play a very significant role in the golf swing. And when they are tight, they put strain on your lower back. All right. Now, just so because everybody doesn't know every muscle name, 
Oh. Where are your hamstrings? Your hamstrings are the muscles in the back of your leg that connect from your knee all the way to your uh, to your hip. Okay. And so it's that great big muscle in the back that so many people say that their hamstrings are tight. So that if they wanted to fold forward and down towards the ground, it would be very hard for them to go very far because they'd think that they're they're tight in the lower back, which they are, but it's also their hamstrings that are preventing them from moving forward anymore. And when your hamstrings in the back of your leg are tight, they're going to really cause some stress in your lower back. Okay. So that that's one area and yoga can obviously help with that and there's a so you stretch those what's a good stretch Well uh, one stretch for a hamstring uh, at the golf course is you could take um, we'll do one side of the body first if you took your uh, right foot and you put it on the top of the wheel well on the back of a golf cart or you put it on a bench near the tee box yeah. first tee. Mm-hmm. and then uh, so your leg is on the bench or on the wheel well straighten that leg that's up that right leg and flex that foot up towards the sky okay so your your foot is perpendicular to the ground straight up towards the sky and you've stretched it um, out on a bench of some sort. Mm-hmm. What do you, so do you so lean? your leg is parallel to, to the to the ground. And do you lean forward at that point? And then, yep. And then bending at the hip joint, not at the waist, but at the hip joint, just fold forward towards that right uh, foot. Okay. Over the right leg, and just breathe there. Just breathe. Take some nice long breaths in and some nice long breaths out. Because when you inhale, you bring in the energy, and as you exhale, you can soften those muscles and just try to relax that and 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 really concentrate on that muscle and talk it into relaxation. In yoga, we learn to talk to our muscles, talk to our body, and it's really quite fascinating. That's one of the things that I found that my, I w- my body was listening to me a lot more after I started practicing yoga quite regularly because I was communicating with very specific muscles to do certain things. And when you do that, they respond. All so right. talk it into relaxing through your breath. And you do one side and then the other? And then you lower that right leg and then, yep, do the left side. And just breathe. The important thing is to hold it in that posture without forcing it, just as far as you can go, and breathing into the tightness. And as you do that, the muscle is going to start to relax, and uh, and that's going to warm it up. All right. Now, let, can you do that? Well, obviously, you can do the same exercise again. Uh, if you're out on the golf course and you suddenly feel a twinge in your lower back, um, is there another exercise you can recommend for that? Or Well, you could do that on a bench at any, any tee box if you're feeling tightness in your lower back. And here again, that's usually, usually happening because you're stressed. I see. That's usually happening because your body's getting stressed. I'm going to suggest that maybe the round isn't going too well when that tightness in right, the right. lower back starts to hurt. So, so I would suggest taking a few nice full breaths again and maybe doing that stretch on a bench on the next tee box or whatever tee box you're feeling that you need a little bit more, yeah. more stretch. No, I, I, I'm, I'm going to throw this at you. Um, I did hear, um, and I don't remember exactly where, that one of the not one exercise not to do um, is to bend over from the waist, right, and try to touch your toes. You think that that's going to stretch out something, but it, it actually causes more trouble than it's worth. Oh, absolutely. When you're doing a forward fold, you should never bend from your waist because that puts undue uh, compression in your spine, and your lower spine. You bend, you bend from your hips. Not okay. Your All right. That's good to know. 
because uh, I sometimes see people doing that and I think, oh, they're out of their minds. They're going to hurt yeah. themselves. Okay. Yes, absolutely. You can hurt yourself. And let's say you're finished with a round and you're feeling a little tight in spite of everything. You've tried your best, but you've not done such a great job in your round and you need to relax. Any, any last exercise you should do after your round or do you take yourself right to your yoga class? <laughs> <laughs> well, some people might do that. Some people would head right to the 19th hole and yeah. find their relaxation well, that way. Yeah, yeah. We find the 19th hole is obvious, but um, <laughs> after that. I think the most important thing, and this is also a lesson that uh, you learn in yoga, is to let it go. If you've had a bad round, hey, just remember you were out on a golf course doing something that so many people don't have the privilege of doing. and mm -hmm. be have gratitude for what you were just able to do, whether even if it really wasn't really what you had hoped to do, um, be grateful that your body is well enough that you were even out there at all. And um, because yoga teaches us gratitude as well. Mm -hmm. And just look forward to the next round. Well, Nancy, these are all good ideas. And um, hopefully uh, I and our listeners will be able to put them into practice. Um, if they have a question, where can they reach you? Uh, they can reach me uh, on my Facebook page at facebook.com uh, slash Nancy Boyle Yoga. And they can find you there. And um, will you list any classes or you'll have videos or any other references there? Are there any um, uh, classes coming up soon that you'll put them up there so that people know where to go? Well, I actually uh, teach every Wednesday in Hanover, Massachusetts, uh, and every Friday in Plymouth, Massachusetts, and those dates are up on the website Okay. Uh, I, at, uh, in the afternoon. Right. I teach a yoga for golfer classes. Well, thank you, Nancy. We'll be back in touch. There'll be more th questions, I'm sure. People want to know more about yoga, and um, it's been great talking to you. We'll, um, we'll connect again. Okay. Thanks a lot, Pat. Okay. Take care. Yep. Bye.